0: Yesterday was very difficult for me. I just wanted to get out of here and run away. And I had to really hang on to that little bit to really make myself stay. And then a change started. And in the first part of the meeting, I was just taken so deep. And when I did come out of it, I felt immediately changed. And I had a vision of the dark cave behind me and the cliff in front of me and the only choice I had was to go back into the dark cave or take both of your hands and leap off of the cliff. There were no other choices. And then you said something about the 1% and the question I would like to ask is what is the difference between the mystery, the beloved and the being?
1: Your being is all of your unseen forms. All of them being a perfect match to you. Perfect and complete. The Beloved is the realized ME M E.
0: You? <laughs> you me, me me.
1: Outside of you. Yes. And within you. Me. Yes.
0: And the mystery. Is that where it all comes together somehow?
1: And the, the M-E over here, <laughs> the, the me, is realized intimacy of being, of the I within the being.
0: I still can't quite get what the mystery is. In fact, I'd like a bit of the Shiva energy at the moment to really break down any more of the resistance that might be here because I know that that can really destroy what needs to be destroyed and it's actually a gift from the Master. So I give you full permission to use your Shiva energy because I just want to be over the cliff, holding on to you. I don't want to go back in the dark cave. And yesterday, I felt so out of it all. I was completely out of the stream, and I looked across the room at the Russian guy, and our eyes just locked, and for a while I was back in it again. And I don't want to come out of it again. I, I just need to jump with you holding my hands over the cliff. So, please destroy whatever's in the way.
1: You need to be able to be cast out a thousand different ways. And each time you just sweetly, effortlessly drift right back in again because of what you're oriented to. So then any manner of being cast out from the perspective of what you experience in yourself. Just quietly doesn't have you.
0: I really yesterday wanted to run from here and now I'm so glad to be back home. I feel I need to understand this about the mystery. It's something I'm trying to bring through about the one percent.
1: It's most easily recognizable in a stream of your being, moving through your sexuality without any self-referencing that would filter that stream out.
0: Could you repeat that slowly please?
1: Without any self-referencing of that occurrence in your body and in yourself without any self-referencing of that to filter out the stream
0: You talk about the 99.9%. I'm trying to understand what the 1% individuality is because I know that I'm not this. And I know it, it's needed to complete the 999 So is it the 1% of the beloved that's here in form waiting to be awakened into the 99.9%?
1: For you to realize your individuality, you would have to apply the principle of homeopathy and distill your individuality down until, from the perception of yourself, nothing is left.
0: So this one percent is awareness until it becomes distilled down?
1: Way less than one percent.
0: Sorry, point one.
1: Put three zeros in front of it.
0: You're saying dilute it. But what is being diluted down? Is it the awareness? Is it, it's not the being? It's not the mystery? Is it the Beloved, or is it Awareness? I just need to have that understanding. The sweet,
1: personal sense of you is not you. The the strong sense of you It's just that much further off the mark.
0: So what would you name this you then? Is this you, awareness? I just know I belong to something greater and this one percent somehow seems to be a code to that but I can't quite get into. Is it the flavour that I'll have always, not just as Valerie, but is that flavour then the identification that I will always have, yeah? Okay, now it's come clearer, thank you. Which moves me to another question about the perfect beings, everyone has their perfect beings when they pass over, that are identical to what they were in form. Does that mean when they pass over they're all the same? For example, would a suicide that passed over have the same form as somebody here that passed over? Does the perfect form mean it's perfect or perfect to that person? I, I know this seems very mindful, but it's part of a something bigger I'm trying to grasp. I really am trying to keep my mind out, but... I feel I have to find a missing link with this.
1: Your being is multi-leveled perfection of unseen form to what you really are.
0: So I must be wrong in what I'm thinking because that leads me to believe then that someone can live their life in total ignorance even not responding to the little bit that they feel is true to themselves and and have the same forms as someone who is highly self-realized. Is it just that the story ends here and everything is perfect when you move over?
1: Your being is like your baseline. And your baseline is incorruptible. If you're not being what it is, you have no access to it. So you're not able to corrupt it. the opportunity of being in a body, is that this incorruptible baseline is able to speed develop.
0: So someone who didn't have that knowing would they then know how to move in these perfect forms, or would they have to learn that? Yes. So there's no learning once you go over there. It's just a movement. It's just natural, like...
1: Yes. You move as your real forms. You move as multi-leveled, perfect love.
0: I understood you said that we can move more easily once we get over if we learn to do it in our bodies while we're in a body. Did I understand that incorrectly?
1: Your evolution as awareness is what determines the performance of your real forms after you've died.
0: What exactly does performance mean?
1: It's performance. The performance of a physical body that's in peak condition and the performance of a physical body that's in really poor condition.
0: And that would make movement more difficult over there?
1: Either way, you have beautiful mobility that has no lack.
0: Then what's the difference between the peak one and the one that's not peak performance?
1: Apply the metaphor in this life and you have a a little idea.
0: But not everyone ends up in the same place, do they? Or the same realms?
1: Your keychain shows what you have access to. There is a whole set of keys that you cannot lose. And there is a whole other set of keys that is possible for you to come into while you're in a body. Whatever you come into of those keys. are added to your other keys. They remain with you after you've died. Your evolution as awareness is your soul. your soul matters more than your being. The single greatest gift of you being in a body is the Massive opportunity for you to develop as a soul. What develops your soul, what evolves your awareness, what evolves you, is you, being what you know, while you are in this unintegrated existence.
0: And that's what's readable when we pass over, that's how we communicate by the light of the soul. Yes. And is that where the individuality lies? And that accessibility of movement lies within the soul, the perfect forms within the soul? Because they can't be separate from the soul. It all seems to be contained. The individuality, the soul, How does the soul meet the beloved? Does it have to have movement? It doesn't feel like it's automatically at one with that.
1: The level of mind from which you ask isn't a match to the question. you're in a deeper level of seeing, that also puts you into a deeper level of mind, being what you know in your heart, unconditionally in person. absolutely addresses and adds to your soul, whereas awakening and enlightenment on its own doesn't add to your soul. Being what you awaken to in knowing more. Unconditionally in person. Adds to your soul. In you not being what you know from within your awakening or otherwise illusion replaces the gift of being in a body illusion obscures your real opportunity, independence, resistance, a self-identity, and self-importance. Are the same guardians of illusion.
0: And that's what I've come out of the cave to see before I can jump.
1: It isn't a jump. It's a love response. There isn't actually a cave or a cliff, the hands are real, it is love in person.
0: Why do I so much want to give that and feel constriction at the same time? It's like a two-way pull. I guess these are the qualities you are talking about, trying to hang on to me.
1: Without you, they don't exist. They are your guardians of illusion, offering you assistance.
0: Just when I think they're gone and I'm fully into this, then out they stretch their hand and pull me back.
1: That's what they're there for, to save you. (laughs) To save you, awareness, from pure you.
0: Yeah, well, that's why I'm holding onto your hands. so. And your feet.
1: The constriction is your illusion meter instrument. Illusion isn't in your mind, it's in your nervous system.
0: And will it clear?
1: Not as long as it helps you.
0: If I allow it to, it will clear.
1: If you don't need it anymore. If you most quietly, uneventfully, don't need it anymore.